You're listening to the Hello Lovely Podcast with Christy Williams, episode 86. Hey friends, today we're talking about a topic that will offer you one of the most powerful perspectives towards the circumstances you're in. I invite you to approach this episode from two scenarios. One, when you're in a situation you wish you weren't in. And two, when you're in a situation you want to work with, you want to make happen, and you currently are feeling disappointed over. First things first, your circumstances do not create your results. Your circumstances do not create your results. Your viewpoint and approach to these circumstances influence your results. It's important to mention here not to use this against yourself. If you're able to create new results in your circumstances, you should already have them by now. No, my friend. This episode is to remind and inspire you. If you want new results in your circumstances, you can create them by changing your viewpoint now. The past is behind you. I learned the skills and strategy of mindset over three years ago now, and I teach these skills as a coach in my business, as a professional certified coach. But before that, I had a powerful example of what it looks like to be in love with your life despite challenges. I just didn't understand the how of it, how to do this myself, but I knew it was possible because I had this woman. As an example, this woman taught me by example to keep remembering it was possible to love my life despite even when. And I leaned on that example until I finally understood how to do it for myself. This person is my sister, Nikki. She passed away in 2016 at the age of 39, and I'm now older than my older sister. It's a weird place to be in, and there's a unique dynamic when you've lost a sibling at any age. So if you've lost a sibling, my heart goes out to you for the unique challenges that has brought to you and your family. This episode is not intended specifically for sibling loss, so we won't go into that. But if that's another circumstance we share in common, it's my hope that this encourages you to release guilt that you shouldn't enjoy your life now because they've passed away. Nikki was my hero. When we were growing up, she was like a protector. She was my big sis. We had so much fun together. We'd just play, be partners in crime, doing silly things like throwing our stuffed animals at our bureau, trying to tip it over. But she was a kind-hearted soul and friend. She was just easy to be with. There was no worry with Nikki, like, what does she think of me? I I could tell her anything. And we had a bond that was solid. Nikki was diagnosed with cancer from the age of nine, and she had it in her throat and palate, very rare for her age. I don't remember hearing about her diagnosis because I truly believe my mother and father handled that so well. We were well taken care of where Nikki had treatments and when they had to go away. But sometimes we would go to some of her appointments together as a family. I remember visiting Dr. Barades. He was the sweetest guy. (laughs) But one day in particular that I remember now looking back, who knows what it was like exactly then, but 
I didn't realize this at the time, but Nikki had had radiation and surgery. I was a six-year-old, so I didn't know the deets. But what I did know was something was different. Something was physically different about her appearance, and she just looked a little tired, um, which was not Nikki to me. <laughs> but that was the first memories of like something might be going on here with her, not knowing it was related to health or those kind of things. Fast forward years later and a few more returns of cancer in different ways, Nikki remained a solid woman, just loving her life. She always would look in the mirror and with a smile on her face, like, ah, oh, I look nice today. Just, it was so, she's just such a person I admire for the care she had for herself. She was always focused on the moment. Like I was not in her mind, but from my perspective, watching Nikki live her life and remembering her live her life was just focusing on the moment. Like reading the book, she would be fully into it, putting her finger across the page as she read each word. Her favorite movies were ones that had different animals in them, you know, like Lassie or Benji or <laughs> something to do with that. And just watching her enjoy them like it was the first time she could watch them over and over and over. And it makes me cry to think about her words regularly to me in her, what I would call hardest moments of her life I would go to visit her and hang out with her and she would say I want to do something for you I want to do something for you just so heart-wrenching like always thinking of others by this time before Nikki passed away she was in a wheelchair on a feeding tube and had a trait to breathe through in her throat and she could no longer eat delicious chocolate Little Debbie cakes that she loved. She used to love those Little Debbie cakes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the zebra cakes, the Swiss rolls, those were some of her favorites. She would lick them now, but she couldn't eat them and bite into them. She couldn't talk, although she still would try. <laughs> and we could understand her language as a family. People would always be like, what is she saying? And we could be like, oh, she's saying, hey, you look nice today. <laughs> her strongest influence on me was her approach to all of it, to all of the challenges. I wonder if she even thought of it as challenges. I don't know because I never asked her. But she wouldn't focus or talk about those things like in a negative way. If you asked her if she was feeling okay, she was right on to the next topic. She'd look at you like, why are we even talking about this? <laughs> like, am I okay? Like, yeah. I remember the first time she realized she had the trach in her throat. She had passed out the night before. I was at a wedding. My parents let me know. I left the wedding, drove across town to get to the hospital. She was unconscious. And we really thought we were going to lose her. I mean, I definitely thought that was it. And the doctors were able to save her with a trach. When she woke up and I came into the room, she looked at me and said, I can't talk. Well, she mouthed it because I couldn't hear. And I said, I know Nikki. That was the last time she ever spoke of it again. Her strength and approach to new challenges taught me, don't forget what you have, Christy. You can walk. You can talk. You can eat and drink water through your mouth. So even in my worst moments, when I'm dealing with challenges that I wish were not happening, I remember Nikki. I can eat. I can walk. I can drink a glass of water.
She could do this. I can do this too. The stories I could tell about Nikki would take more than one episode of a podcast to tell. But what do you take away from this story? My lessons from Nikki's example are, no matter what is going on, you can be in pain and be strong at the same time. You can feel weak and hurt, and you're still valuable and a beautiful person. You have support. Keep going. There is a lot to love about life. Where is that spark? What is that thing I can appreciate right now, today, even when Nikki's gift in my eyes was strength and kindness, a love of life that could not be broken? That love of life is strong within me too. It was a gift we shared together. I don't expect everyone to have it or to force it on you. But what I want to offer is, how do you want to approach a challenge? Do you want to give up thinking it's too hard? That might happen. That might feel like the only solution. Remember, your circumstances do not create your results. What you choose to think about them, regardless of how you've approached them in the past, is what will create new results for you. Be in love with life, life itself. See what it's like through that lens. I imagine you might already have that love of life if you're listening to this podcast. What do you have that you are so grateful for? What can you control? Put your focus on those things. Direct your mind when it feels like too much or too hard. And have compassion that when you do and when it is, that's understandable too. As for Nikki and I, we will be reunited. Based on Acts 24 verse 15 in the Bible, I have a hope that I will see her again even though she is sleeping now. She is well cared for in God's memory. For you, dear lovely, what do you want to create What are the things you want to start doing? What are the things you want to stop doing? What do you want to let go of? If that's something that you'd like to accomplish and want one-on-one support, I invite you to work with me one-on-one to create the mindset and the strategy to make it happen. Schedule a program consultation at misschristywilliams.com to get started. And if you have any questions about mindset, strategy, the program, or anything else, DM me directly at Miss Christy Williams on IG. I look forward to hearing from you and I love you all so much. May you have the most beautiful day and week. Talk to you next time.